0: welcome <clears throat> welcome to the uh, baby fat uh, baby uh, fucking eh can you believe it for the first time I'm gonna say that the first time ever that I'm gonna say welcome to the baby fat podcast and it fumbles out of my mouth can you believe that I don't know if I can even say that well enough on a day-to-day basis welcome to the baby fat podcast I'm gonna give it a shot maybe i should just say welcome to the bfp <laughs> that that might be that might become a thing well welcome to the baby fad podcast everybody uh, my name is alejandro i am a personal trainer downtown in austin and i got this idea to start a podcast because i listen a lot to the joe rogan podcast i listen a lot to tim ferriss um some other great podcasts on NPR Serial and Embedded and I've found them just unbelievably fascinating they just always capture my attention and I and I never thought that I would ever just completely stray away from radio listening to the radio jamming out but I can tell you right now that I almost never Listen to the radio anymore? I don't listen to music. I just listen to podcasts, whether it be one of those three or something new that I want to check out. That is where my entertainment comes from on my daily commutes. Um, when I'm working out, I'm listening to a podcast, unless you know shit gets real and I have to turn it up. Uh, I'm listening to podcasts for the most time, uh, for the most part. So I'm hoping that. Some of you here locally in the city of Austin and potentially around the country will find this interesting interesting enough to make it a part of your your daily life or your weekly life. I can tell you right now that I don't know how often I will be doing a podcast. My hope and my intention is to at the very least provide you with one podcast a week. If there is enough interest, which I, I certainly hope that there will be, I would like to put together two or three podcasts a week. Um, and get them out to you so that you could hear from richly diverse people that have a wealth of information from various backgrounds. I, I want to make this podcast as fluid and organic as possible. I don't want to make this uh, an interview style podcast where people come in, sit down, and I have a list of questions that I want to ask them. I want to have conversations with people and I want to have real, authentic, genuine conversations with them. And I want to learn about a lot of things. I want to learn about things that I think I know about, that I potentially i am clueless about. I want to hear from other people's perspectives about things that I feel completely dead set and sure of on. And I want to just share ideas and information and be open. And in doing so, I hope that I'm able to put together a podcast that is fascinating and wildly educational for all of you. Entertaining, I'm hoping, because if this shit isn't entertaining, then I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do with it. I'm working right now on putting together a list of guests. Um, I have a uh, family therapist that I'm hoping to bring on. Um, I am still in communications with her and hope that we can work something out. I have a chef uh, that I'm working on. I want to get his feedback on experiences that he's had from uh, cooking for people, providing uh, nutritional, I guess, guidance, if he has any, uh, for all of you, about how to eat healthy and eat delicious at the same time. That's something that I struggle with because I feel like Pop-Tarts, cereal, pancakes, those are all delicious. Uh, I love eating them. I, I would love to have some of that right now, but but it's not exactly going to fit well with the goals that I have uh, in mind. So maybe he'll have some feedback for us. I don't know. Maybe he won't. Maybe he just likes to cook some really delicious shit that just can't be done any other way, which is going to be fine as well. Um, and I'm going to try to just get as many as many people as I can on this podcast that can help educate us about some of the healthy decisions that we're making in our life uh, or not making in our life and um, how to maybe help you i don't want to say change but maybe redirect reevaluate um, your everyday life i think most of us believe that we are healthy that we do things the right way without knowing without having any idea how the decisions we make affect our health both mental and physical health um i'll give you an example take some time to like take a look at your nutritional labels just sit back and um, grab a, i don't know let's say you have a soda bottle in front of you let's say you have a bag of peanuts I i don't know a protein bar and just grab that that label and and turn it around and actually read that label and read what's on there and look at the list of ingredients that's on that package and ask yourself whether you know what the freaking hell all of these things are and find out what type of an impact these ingredients are going to have on your everyday life on your health maybe they're not having any And maybe they're having a dramatic effect. For years, for most of my life, actually, I thought I had been eating well. I never knew growing up that for my body type and for my metabolism that eating cereal and Pop-Tarts and having a honey bun were having such a detrimental effect on my health. I didn't know that... um, having a glass of Sunny Delight was a bad thing. You know, those commercials were so damn appealing. Kids are playing outside. They're running around. They're throwing footballs, for God's sakes. They're playing outside. And they're running back inside. They're thirsty. Of course, you're thirsty. That equates with have a 32-ounce glass of Sunny Delight. It's in the damn commercials. It must be what I should be doing right now. Um, And that's how I grew up. Turns out, you know, glass of Sunny Delight probably wasn't the best decision for me um, (laughs) at that time or even now. Probably, probably not the best. Let's just take a look at that nutritional profile of Sunny Delight. And let's look that up right now. Sunny Delight, nutritious information. All right. 63 calories in Sunny Delight, uh, 169 milligrams of sodium, 15.1 grams of carbohydrates, and 13.8 grams of sugar. So there's your culprit right there. And most people would say, well, that doesn't sound so bad. 13 grams of sugar? Uh, Why is that so bad? Um, Well, that's point. 8 grams of sugar, 14 grams of sugar in an eight ounce glass. And if you've ever had Sunny Delight before, I want you to ask yourself one question honestly, really honestly. When was the last time you had an eight ounce glass of anything? Of anything? Who has an eight ounce glass of anything? I mean, some of you healthy people out there some of you guys that are already aware and know all of these lessons i buy it but for most people that are just now beginning their adventure their journey through and into a life of fitness this is a foreign idea eight glasses or eight ounces of sunny delight 14 grams of sugar well That is, uh, that's not a lot when you're considering to uh, compare that with what the American Heart Association um, rates as the maximum amount of added sugars you should eat in a day. You want to know how much that is? It's 37 grams of sugar a day for men. Maximum. Maximum. Not minimum. Maximum for men. 37 grams or 9 teaspoons. For women... A hundred calories a day or 25 grams of sugar a day, maximum. One glass, one eight ounce glass of Sunny Delight is 14 grams of sugar. It's maybe a mundane example to make because some of you may or may not drink it. The idea here is not that it's evil. It's just that very few of us understand how to read labels and how to say to ourselves, you know what? I'm going to have Sunny Delight today because I love it. But it's going to count pretty heavily against me. Maybe I should have a very, very small amount. And maybe I should mix half of it with a glass of water. You know, maybe I should get four ounces of Sunny Delight and eight ounces of water. Who knows? There's a lot of different ways to do this. And I think one of the things I want to help provide to you is understanding that there are three million different ways to eat out there and every single person that believes in the way that they eat will tell you it's the only way to do it it's preposterous it is it just is stop it stop pretending that your way to eat is the only way to eat i have tried every freaking diet under the sun and they all work they all work when you just stick to them because they all you know have their own merits the issue is not in this diet didn't work for me or that diet didn't work for me, whatever. It's usually that we just didn't have the discipline to stick with them. Some, I think, are asking quite a bit and, um, and are just too difficult to maintain long-term. Some are not so bad. Right now, I'm in the middle of what I, what I am calling the enemy 60. Um, I'm attempting a diet that... Um for all intents and purposes is eliminating inflammatory foods and foods that I have learned over time can be detrimental to my overall health. I've gotten most of this information from the Whole30 and paleo diet structures. I recommend I I recommend very much for all of you to take time to read up on the Whole30 and read up on the paleo diet. Um, I think it just makes very clear cut sense. The Whole30 being a much more strict version of paleo diet, uh, no dairy, no grains, no processed sugars, no alcohol. Um, I'm doing that, but for 60 days, so a long time. I'm doing that because I've realized that for, for years, I've been going after this just This goal of being absolutely fit. I have never in my life seen my abs. I've never seen my abs I have no idea what my six-pack looks like. I don't even know that it really exists I feel the muscle there. It's there. I know it because when I jam my gut with my fingertips I can feel it in there, but I've never seen it and I just refuse to die and live have lived this short life without having seen and been at that ultimate stage of fitness. And I always get that flashing memory of that Peyton Manning commercial when he's like, hey guys, if you're over the age of 23 and not a professional athlete, (laughs) uh, he's pretty much telling you that you're too old. It's not gonna happen. Six pack, just, just let it go. But I refuse. I'm 33 years old and I know that I can do it. But I had to admit to myself that have to stop making excuses and I think that many of you need to realize the same thing stop making excuses I wasn't meant to be fit my body's not supposed to be that way I'm too tired it's my friend's birthday I have friends from out of town my family's here my girlfriend's birthday, whatever. There are a limitless amount of excuses that you can make for why you will never be fit. And many of us, like me, will accomplish a whole lot. At one point a couple of years ago, I was at 247 pounds. Oh, my, I was huge. I was enormous. I'll post it up on my Instagram so that at some point you guys can see. That's um, ATXJ787. But I will post it up there. About 247, completely unhealthy. And that was the beginning for me. It was the beginning of realizing just how far I had let myself go. But I was making excuses because I'd come down to 212, and I'd be happy. Hey, I look great at 212, down from 247. Hey, this is great. Knowing that my ultimate goal was to someday see my abs, my abs, I get to 212, and then before you knew it, two, three months later, back to 236. Okay, get back down to 220. All right, I feel great now again. My pants fit loose. Let's start partying. Let's start drinking. Let's start eating like shit again. And before you know it, 235 again. Back down, 220. Back up to 230. And, and it's just an endless, endless fight. And most of it, in my opinion, has happened because I refuse to make a full commitment. To my health i have i don't think since college gone more than two weeks without alcohol that has been my vice since i've been 18 years old i love to drink i love it i love alcohol i love going out i love as they say in spanish i love the paranda i love the party not the same word but same meaning to some extent I love it. I love everything about going out and drinking and having fun and for years I, I think I assumed that they go hand-in-hand hand, that you cannot have one without the other And for me alcohol is a very dangerous substance to have in my body not because you know i not because I act rowdy or or anything like that. I do but That's not the point the point <laughs> The point here is is that when I am drinking alcohol, I can't make clear-cut decisions. I eat like shit. I'll eat pizza afterwards, or we'll go to our famed Texas burger joint, Whataburger. And let me tell you something. Before I continue, let me just go on a quick tangent. You could search the world for the greatest burgers, but pound for pound at that price point, there is no better burger in these United States, I know that, than Waterburger. That is a damn fact. I'm going to tell you that right now. I love Austin, and I love local businesses, and there are a lot of great burgers here in town that I love. P. Terry's, great burger, love it. I have not tried In-N-Out. I am resistant because they are a California out-of-town burger. I'm trying to stay true and honest to my local um businesses so i i refuse to try in and out on that simple very simple basis that they're out of towners and they're taking business away from my local burger joints so i'm staying away from in and out for the time being nothing nothing personal just trying to support my businesses love b Terry's, been a franz love franz um you know there's lots there's lots of great places somebody told me about a place downtown uh, something Cristo, something. I, I can't remember what it's called, but apparently the best burger on the face of the planet. I've had lots of burgers. Let me tell you one thing. Whataburger, mm, Corpus Christi, baby. Number one burger in the United States, pound for pound. I just, that's the way I feel. Anyhow, <clears throat> I've always made excuses, and they all, I believe, stem from my consumption mu- consumption of alcohol Uh, i just can't and have not been able to give it up my whole life in realizing that i came to the point where i said to myself listen something's got to give we've got to stop talking about oh i can't accomplish this i can't accomplish that because um, every time i get to a certain point my body stops burning fat or i hit a plateau Uh, And my body doesn't want to go any further than that. That's the way I'm just going to be forever. You know, this is good enough. I feel comfortable here. Yada, yada, yada. Excuse after excuse after excuse. You all have heard them, and you've heard them from yourself and from your friends. We all make excuses. Stop doing it and just freaking do it. I've started something called the Enemy 60, it's 60 days, no alcohol, no sugar no grains, no dairy. You can do it. I promise you that you can. And 60 days, ultimately, is not that much time. If you want more information about it, you can go to the website, enemyathletic.com and go to the enemy 60 tab. Um, the website is still very much in progress, but you'll get some, some information there about the idea behind it. Um, I believe that all of you have it within you, to invest 60 days in your health, right? The goal I, ideally would be for you to understand after those 60 days, um, what foods you're currently eating and what you're doing to your body, you know? Learning ways to avoid making mistakes with your diet patterns, figuring out how to meal plan, figuring out how to avoid being in bad situations, like going out to dinner with your friends and feeling like, well, I'm out, there's margaritas around here, there's chips and queso in front of me, uh, there's chimichangas here to my right, and feeling like you have to eat those things because you're there. What are some strategies to avoid those things? That will be included in the enemy 60. Um, I want you guys as well to embrace the, the reality that it takes a long time for you to see the changes that you want in your body whether they be aesthetic or performance based. It takes a long time. You have to have a genuine commitment to it. And you'll realize that for many of us, 60 days is really just the beginning of that commitment. After 60 days, you're not all going to have a rock hard abdomen. You're not gonna look like a super bottle necessarily, but I promise you, you'll be much healthier and you'll understand so much more about your body and about the food that you're consuming to su- to supplement your health or to um, promote your health. It's all very simple. It's all real food, and we're staying away from processed bullshit. That's really what it comes down to. You can get more details on the website. You can get more information about what specifically you can eat, what you can't eat, all of that stuff. I don't want to... I don't want to hammer this down and I I don't want it to be an infomercial for that website, but I want you to know that there's a lot that you can do to improve your health. And it starts with making a legitimate commitment, a true, real commitment to your health. Stop telling you you don't have the ability to do it. You do make the commitment and get it done. Stop doing it in phases. Stop trying to do a little bit here and then going back to the same habits and then trying to break even over and over and over again. Make the commitment. Establish your pa- plan and hit it home. I am right now, if uh, if I'm correct, I think I started August 3rd, so I'm 17 days, I believe, 17 days uh, no alcohol, no sugar, no dairy, no grains and it hasn't been bad. I've been to a few parties. I've hosted a party um, I've been out plenty. I've had an amazing time Of course, it's only been really two weekends and there has been alcohol all around me There have been cupcakes and cookies right now in my pantry. My wife has a whole box of Oreos and pretzels and chips all foods that I absolutely love but I can do 60 days I can do it. I know that I can, so I will. And there's nothing that's going to get in my way. And I hope that after those 60 days, um, I'll be in a much better position health-wise. I'm going to take a two-day cheat weekend. I'm going to try not to go too out of control with it. But I do have some places that I love, some restaurants that I love that I want to enjoy here in Austin. Some of my favorite restaurants, um, Tacoba is one of them on East 7th. Uh, you've got uh, Matzo Rancho over there on South Lamar. Uh, I'm going to go to Tiff Streets, I'm going to go to Amy's Ice Cream without a doubt. And I'm going to go to a restaurant, not a restaurant, but a dessert location called Nothing Bunt Cakes. These are all restaurants that as a trainer and a fitness expert, I wouldn't necessarily recommend for you to be make a part of your everyday life. But like everything else, whether it be alcohol or restaurant eating or food, everything is great with moderation. I I want people to enjoy their lives, but I also want them to understand their relative starting point. I am in a very different place than many of my peers. I am not a super fit, rock hard, model looking trainer. I can't afford to make as many mistakes as they may be able to make. I have and know trainers that go out on the weekends and they've been going out every weekend. They drink alcohol and they party and they probably don't eat you know, perfect or anything like that. But they have done so much in the past to get them where they are today, where they are extremely fit and in, a, in an unbelievable place, a place that I am envious of without a doubt. So now that they're there, they can afford to make some mistakes. So I can look up at them and and feel resentment because, oh, man, like they're so lucky they get to do this and that. Well, it took them a lot of work to get to where they are. They've done the work that I have not done yet. And someday down the road, I may be able to make a few more mistakes on a regular basis because I've gotten there. But for now, for right now, I cannot afford to make as many mistakes and as often. 60 days is a very small commitment for me to make. And I will do it. We'll see where I am after 60 days. Hopefully, um, where I believe I'll be will be correct. And and then I'll take a, a two day break and then I'll get right back on it. I will switch back into a paleo diet. I won't be quite as strict and I'll slowly start to reintroduce foods that I might have been li- limiting myself from uh, and just make sure that I do it in, a very, in very small doses and very small amounts. Um, Honey would be probably one that I'd reintroduce as a sugar into into my system. I might reintroduce um, oatmeal, Um, but try to limit it. Of course, things like tortillas are never going to have any type of nutritional benefit to me. Um, Having a tortilla made out of animal fat, lard, um, enriched flour, and hot water um I just don't know what you're gonna get out of that other aside from just a delicious <laughs> a delicious um wrap whatever you want to call it so that that probably will never never make it back so anyhow <coughs> that's the plan and we'll see how that goes so we'll talk about a lot of things we'll we'll maybe go into more depth about the enemy sixty in the future um we'll talk about Various topics. I would like to talk about addiction. I would like to talk about personal relationships, sexual relationships. I'd like to talk about um, um, maybe financial health, you know, understanding how to balance a checkbook, how to manage your finances, uh, because ultimately I, I do think that having financial security is a big part of um, maintaining happiness for your family and sanity and stability i think it it goes hand in hand although people some people might not want to accept that i do think definitely it's important Um, hopefully get a financial expert that can come in and talk to us about that i want to talk about anything and everything that comes up in these conversations i have a great friend of mine that is a tarot card reader and a uh, dance instructor and she just has a wealth of experience in the world and i find her to be the most fascinating person i don't want to say her name quite yet i don't want to embarrass her because uh, i think um i should probably get her permission before i start saying her name up here but but i definitely want to have her on the show and i think that you guys will will love to hear from her and t- you're gonna love to hear from her perspective um, i hope that you find this interesting i hope you are excited about it i know today was quite boring to hear me talk Um, but I promise you I will have guests on that will be interesting and exciting to hear from and I can't wait to be back. That's all I got for today. Stay tuned. I love you guys. I hope you guys uh, do a great job of managing your health and your uh, diet throughout the weekend. Uh, Have fun. Don't get too merry and take care of yourselves out there. Remember, one of my Favorite quotes. I don't know who said it because when I look it up online, it's about 12 different people that own this quote. So I'm just going to chalk it up to unknown. But you can either find an excuse or you can find a way. You can't find both. So make sure that you guys are making good decisions and stop pretending that you can't get done what you want to get done. Have a great day. See ya.